welcome to the second episode of the Agility Rose Talk and Train podcast. So this week's episode is going to be about when we first started Agility, or when I first started Agility in Darcy. Um, So the idea is I'm going to discuss uh, our first experiences, quite the um, opening to Agility if I do say so myself, how I got involved, how I found my club, and also things to bring on your first day and what to expect for your first few weeks of trying agility. So let's get started. So I found my club that I've been with right from the beginning. So that's almost, I want to say eight years, maybe, I think. Might be more. I'll have to check. Um... Yeah, so I started, I found them online, well, I found the venue online, um, a lady who run her own dog training classes, and I went and did some one-to-ones. Darcy absolutely loved it, she took to it like a duck to water, that's um, the lady's words, not mine, and yeah, she said she had two trainers that were starting up a club at her venue, and the rest is history. So the first week I did in the group class, our first session for their club as in um, their new classes and it hailstormed it rained it was freezing it was quite possibly the worst experience I've had in agility but we persevered and we returned not long after so that first week was I was mesmerized I mean I did come out with a migraine and I was freezing and I couldn't feel my fingers anymore but we had such a good time agility was something I'd always wanted to try so it was brilliant I absolutely loved it and yes so I've been there ever since so training every week with my trainers at the agility dog shout out to Anne and Julie um and I've never looked back since so when it comes to finding a club if you've not found one yet the Agility Net website is brilliant. It has a list of all the clubs and trainers. Not all of them are on there, I must admit, so it's always worth checking your local area, so just doing a quick Google search. The Agility Net Facebook group is always really good if you want to ask for recommendations on there as well. People are usually really good at tagging local trainers, and it's generally really good trainers, so never be fooled. Sometimes it can be advertised as Agility, but for example, I've seen a couple of things on Facebook of people advertising agility and actually it's not really agility. It's um, unsafe equipment and people who don't generally know all the ins and outs of it. So not to be like an elitist thing, it's nothing like that. But it's really important that when you're looking at a trainer, make sure they at least have or still do compete in agility, have at least a background knowledge there and have some kind of accreditation there so whether it's results whether they're competing still it's always really important to make sure that your trainer is up to date with all the health and safety all the current kind of um, trends in agility and when it comes to handling and teaching and whatnot so it's really important like I say um, for your dog's safety as well that you go to someone who's very knowledgeable. Once you've found a club locally, I'd definitely see if they're happy for you to come down and observe before you actually commit, purely because it's really good before your dog joins you that you have become accustomed to the venue, 
kind of got to know the atmosphere also you've been able to see how the class runs and check if the equipment is safe that's a really important thing any issues with equipment or if you're unsure just feel free to pop me a message or even have a look and compare it to the equipment in my videos so you'll you'll quickly see it should be rubber granules so it should on all the contacts um, tunnels should be secure they shouldn't be waving about when dogs run through them and jump heights should be nice and low especially for the baby dogs when you first start um, even if your dog isn't a baby when they first initially start agility they shouldn't be jumping their full height straight away that needs to be built up gradually so once you're happy with your club when you're going down for your first session what do you need to bring some clubs might actually specify for you an idea of what you need to bring with you don't worry about going out and buying the fanciest agility toy we'll get to that bit in a moment <laughs> but i definitely bring some high value treats things like primula cheese the squeezy cheese um, even just cheese chopped up and hot dogs you don't have to cook hot dogs but they are brilliant obviously only for dog consumption if they're not cooked um what else is there? I'd definitely bring a waterproof coat and some trainers. I'd wear something comfortable. You don't need to be in lycra if, you, if that's not your thing, but just something comfortable to run around in. Um, you might not be doing loads of running that first week, but you definitely be building up to it. So I'd get something that you can stretch around in. Um, I'd definitely wear some trainers. You might want to bring some whirlies depending on your venue and the weather. I'd also look at maybe bringing a camping chair not a necessity but just in case um, you're sat a lot in between groups so sometimes when there's multiple dogs in a group up to about six dogs sometimes it can be really beneficial to have a chair just to sit down in because it saves you running back and forth from the car i'd also say as well it's worth bringing a crate if your dog doesn't settle very well in that kind of environment just so again you're not coming back and forth from the car I definitely work on doing some settling in a collapsible crate beforehand just so they can get used to the kind of environment they'll be in and it won't come as such a shock when they get to an agility class. So it's definitely important that you practice some settling, even if you bring a small bed, um, just so they can practice relaxing in between goes. As I mentioned earlier, don't rush out to the shops and buy the best agility toy possible right when you start because your dog is going to have such a variety of choices. It's very hard to make that decision straight away. So a good trainer should help guide you into what kind of toy would suit your dog. I generally have a variety of toys on me all the time in the back of my car. So when I'm teaching, I can bring out whatever I think might suit that dog and help that dog. And it's really beneficial to hold off, hang fire, and then discuss with your trainer to get an idea of what suits your dog best. So when you do start, obviously you might want to bring a toy anyways because it's really important if your dog isn't that interested in food. So I'd bring what toy motivates them the most. You might be inclined to bring a tennis ball, which can be great to a degree, but I would definitely try and bring a tennis ball that might be on a rope or something like that purely because you've got more interaction with the dog there. We can make it really fun, positive, 
Um, your trainer should be able to tell you about food toys. So if you've got a dog that's interested in food and not so much toys, but you need something that gives you a little bit more independence with training. So not having to have the dog take the food from your hand all the time. There are some different toys out there for that. So food pouches and lots more. So a good trainer should be able to guide you in the right direction for that. Usually I always go to Pods Trading. Um, Audrey and Nick Lever, they tend to have a couple of different toys on there that really suit what I'm looking for. Pulse Trading is always the best when it comes to food toys though, I must admit. So, you're just starting your new classes, what should you expect for the next couple of weeks? So, I definitely wouldn't expect to be doing lots of long sequences and doing full straight weaves and up and down contacts right from the get-go um, purely because you want to build up the foundations first it's really important to have such strong foundations because that's what's going to help you in the long run you might not have the goal to compete one day if you do brilliant if not it's not the end of the world but it's very important still to have good foundations because that's how you're going to get the most out of your agility training. So I would definitely expect to be working on small sequences, starting wing wrap training, doing some focus and what I would like to call flat work um, base training. So lots of things on the ground. We're not doing loads of up and down A-frames and up seesaws and weaving through poles and stuff. You might start your weaves depending on your trainer's preferences for teaching weaves i usually do the channel method um but i definitely don't have dogs weaving in and out i'd make sure you're not doing anything on lead per se particularly going through weaves and or anything like that you want to make sure that your dog is comfortable and they're not going to be getting themselves tied up so that's always a good sign of a good trainer if they're not asking you to keep your dog on the whole entire class unless also you've got a recall problem then I would definitely go in away and work on that in the meantime what can you be doing in between classes I always think there's so much to be doing and usually a good trainer will always give you a bit of homework so whether or not they ask you to go away and learn some wing wrap commands so I always do that using a chair um, if you speak to your trainer they should generally tell you what to do with that but that's one of the first behaviors I start teaching with my dogs um, you might find doing some trick training in the week in between doing classes is really beneficial anything to do with relationship work really can really benefit in the agility world so I do lots of trick training while I'm not doing agility um, I did lose the um, motivation to do trick training after I lost Darcy but I soon picked it up again and I'm trying to get in a better place for it because I know how beneficial it can be for my dogs. So teaching things like the middle position, so some people might call it legs, but just generally getting the dog to sit in between your legs, teaching them to weave through your legs. Now I use a different command for leg weaves and normal weaves, purely because I don't want to confuse the two, but it is really beneficial to teach that as well. So your dog is learning to respect your body space, come into your body space, and also learn to move their body in a way that they'll be asked to later down the line. I would do lots of recall practice as well, especially with your young puppies or when you just started. I would definitely make sure I'm working on my recall. You can find generally class environments can be quite distracting for young dogs and one of my first memories for the first few weeks with Darcy is we were forever rounding her up into this smaller pen just outside the agility area 
because she would forever be running after the other dogs and causing chaos. Um, she did make it to be a really brilliant agility dog, so don't be disheartened if you find your dog seeing that the first week because Darcy did work through that and she was a fantastic agility dog. But yeah, so I'd just make sure that you're um, working on your recall, working on your general obedience and tricks. Like I say, tricks are just fantastic foundations for starting agility. So I hope that's answered any questions for people who are interested in starting agility for the first time. I absolutely love this sport and it is so much fun so I encourage everyone to try it if it suits you and suits your dog. Agility is for everyone, it's very inclusive so we can do distance handling for people who struggle with mobility, there's lots to do, it's very inclusive for juniors right the way up to retired and elderly people. I see lots of brilliant older handlers smashing the results nowadays. They're absolutely fantastic. And again, with the juniors, some brilliant juniors out there, it's such a great sport to get involved, even as families. There's so many families that give it a go and it's such a nice way to spend time with your dog as well. So I hope this has been really helpful for you. I'm always happy to answer any questions if anyone has any all over on Instagram at Agility Rose if you need anything and I hope you enjoyed. Thanks, we'll see you soon. Bye.